So how do you attract new business so you constantly don't have to chase it? Hi, I'm Mike Cuevas, the Real Estate Marketing Dude, and this podcast is all about building a strong personal brand people have come to know, like, trust, and most importantly, refer. But remember, it is not their job to remember what you do for a living, it's your job to remind them. Let's get started. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Real Estate Marketing Dude Podcast. What we're chatting about today is going to be something that I've been hearing quite a little bit of buzz about, but I'll be honest with you, I have no idea how it works. So uh, anytime that happens, we bring on guests that are experts in different areas of different aspects of real estate marketing, and then we have them school us on what we need to know about it. And um, what we're chatting about today is going to be Google My Business. And you guys have probably heard this, and I've been hearing nothing but success stories of people all over the place that are using Google My Business and getting listings, getting buyers, getting clients. And it makes a lot of sense. Uh, the problem is I just don't really know how it works exactly. So we're bringing on a returning guest uh, who's been on here. If you guys followed a, a show, we talked about how to generate and dominate your sphere of influence through Facebook groups and stay in touch of them. Um, that was Mr. Will Penny. And Will Penny is back with mm. another um, piece of content mm. that he's having a lot of success on. So I'm like, hey, let's get it on the show. Will's become a good friend. And uh, he knows his stuff and he just sort of tells it how it is. He's blunt. He tells it and he doesn't BS people. So I appreciate that. And I appreciate you coming back on the show, Will. How you doing, buddy? Oh, I'm glad to be back, man. I always appreciate listening to your podcast. And you're right. We have become good friends. I like the relationship we have. So um, I started listening to your podcast because you all you talk about is uh, relationship marketing through video and other, you know, other tools. And uh, our business is about 70% referrals. My little team of five, we do about 200 deals a year. We're just south of Cleveland, Ohio. Um, I've been a realtor since 1988, 34 years ago when I was 19, um, 53 now. So um, dinosaur. I'm old as shit. But anyway, <laughs> I look when I got my hair. Um, but anyway, uh, then my 35th year in the business and uh, we just cut Zillow out completely. I pay them $40 a month now for a crap zip code just so I can keep my premier agent profile because we got 557 reviews on Zillow. On Google, uh, Zillow. Uh, about two years ago, um, I predicted that Zillow would eventually shut down their find an agent uh, page. And the reason is, is that they're going to the flex program throughout the country where they're charging referral fees, uh, especially now that they got out of the iBuyer uh, world, because that was a complete debacle. Richard Barton missed the mark there. Um, so anyway, uh, I think that's his name, isn't it? Rich Barton? Um, something, yeah, something I, like that. The guy who started the uh, yeah. Travelocity, whatever. Correct. So anyway, um, I I figured that they would end up shutting down the find an agent page because you can't get you can't ensure that you're going to get referral fees if you allow a, if you allow consumers to search for agents. It kind of makes sense. They haven't done it yet, but they're gonna. So I had all my Zillow reviews because uh, we've been all in for reviews for a long time. I've I've done a bunch of interviews on how to get 500 reviews on Zillow, but I don't have anybody review me on Zillow now. So two years ago, I started looking into uh, Google. Um, you can have a Google profile for free. Um, it's starting to get saturated. So the key is, is that you need to have a lot of reviews. You need to respond to the reviews. So I just started having my clients review me on Google. Then about a year and a half ago, uh, I... 
I was made aware of their GLS program, Google Local Services. And basically it's a Google pay, paid ad. Um, so they promote you, you have to get background check. They do, you know, they check to make sure you've got insurance. They check to make sure you've got no weird history. Um, and then they give you a nice little green check mark saying Google verified, and then you have to pay a budget. Uh, it, you can pick the budget, but then they promote you. If someone puts in um, top real estate agents or top realtors near me, you show up, you show up. So um, interesting. This is Google my business. It's just, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Google local services is a sponsored ad program. Um, they actually have a program called GLS, Google local services. And you can Google that. And, and uh, anyway, uh, you can get, you can, you, you, you can set up your own profile, but then they set up another one for you uh, for the GLS program, because that's all paid. It's not organic. So let me unwind this a little bit. Um, you got <laughs> pissed off at Zillow two years ago because um, you saw what was coming down the pipe during going to flex program. And then you had a lot of your social proof on Zillow, 500 plus reviews. So two years ago, you just started figuring out, I got to find somewhere else for my reviews because Zillow is going to backdoor me. And uh, then you sort of just ended up getting more listings doing this, right? Yeah, because- How many listings you generate a month off your Google My Business? And I want to go from the end to the back. Oh, at least one. Great. And that's, do you pay for that? Is there any ad costs involved? Yeah, in so my, I, my spend is 1200 a month. So you figure my average commission check, even in Ohio, is about $6,700. Um, and the cool thing is, because it's social proof, by the time they call you, they've, they've checked you out. I mean, you're, you're attracting the type of consumer that values trust, and they value, they value a referral from hundreds of people versus Aunt Matilda. So how, do you, uh, how many reviews do you have up right now on Google? I think 212, 212. And that's after the last two years of doing it, right? Yeah, but uh, we, we've we made getting reviews part of our process since 2010 when I joined Zillow. Um, so we had a warning to everyone, my little uh, public service announcement, my RSA, Realtor Service Announcement. Do not ask for reviews unless you get your process under control. Because if you're not answering your phone, or you only text, or you like to just respond to emails, or if you if you if you delay, like how long it takes for someone to be able to get a hold of you because you're spending six hours a day watching uh, Instagram Reels and you can't get anything else done, then don't ask for reviews because the truth will come out and you won't like that. So we found that um, asking for re reviews for us is the same as having a body cam as a police officer. You. You tend, to, you tend to pay attention to what you're doing because everyone's watching. And when you ask for reviews, they're going to tell, you know, they'll either not give you one because they don't want to be confrontational or they're going to give you a really good one because they love you. So the key is, is to provide excellent service, set expectations, communicate, be accessible. It's not that hard. Um, and then, you know, getting reviews on Google uh, is probably, in my opinion, the best place to be right now. I like it. Um, so how many reviews, And but you're paying the $1,200 a month to get um, promoted. So when people search, they're, they're, that's the local business thing. So they're, they're prompting you out in the front, right? 
Yeah. So what happens is you get you get impressions. So you you bid for it. It's all auction based, just like Zillow. Uh, and I say, and, and basically you can trust Google. I mean, I maybe I'm naively trusting them, but you know, they they want you to get your the most value for your money. That's how they've remained where they are. So I just have it set up so that they get to choose how much I want to bid so that they give me the, the best possible value. I'm trusting, I mean, it's a little wizard of Ozzy for me because I don't know what it's all tied to, but, and I don't know what's behind the curtain, but so far, you know, most of the weeks I don't hit my budget. Yeah. So I got to, um, let's get into how to ask and how to get testimonials because this is always a problem with people. I still have it. I don't think I have it. Oh no, it's in my home office. I still have, um, I have a binder. It's a paper binder and it was like this thick. So if you guys can't see this, it's about three inches. I'm making a three inch space between my fingers. Um, I used to get all my, I used to get, I used to get all my testimonies on paper and I used to ask them then write them down. And then I would put the listing sheet next to it. And I would have this like binder It ended up being like 15 pounds. And I would go to my listing presentations and I just dropped a binder on the, it costs $15 to create because there's that many papers. Um, and I put the binder on the listing table or on the table and be like, all right, so here's a bunch of my client reviews and all that. And some people would have me leave it, but most people would never, they don't want to take like a 15 pound book of testimonials, but I'd have their phone number, their pictures and the listing sheet of the property they purchased. Right. And I had to do that early on because I was young. Um, and I was like 27 in my prime in real estate, 28, 29, 30. Um, but even then people are still like, Hey, you got to still prove yourself. Like you got to, you, what other people say about you is more powerful than what you'll ever say about yourself. And that's why your reviews page is the number one visited page on your site. It is on mine. And there's a reason why every website has a reviews page It's because of what other people say about you. And regardless of what people are thinking about when they're making a decision on, on a purchasing decision, one of the, um, thoughts that goes past their mind is like, well, what's everyone else saying about them? And that's what reviews are for. So like you have to get reviews nowadays. The problem is, is that people get so excited about getting um, a commission that they forget to insert this into their process. Um, and they don't get the review because if you wait too long, are you ever going to get the review? Will you get no. the testimonial three weeks after closing? No, no. I text them the day they get their keys. Um, but here's another major problem. And it goes back to what you do for a living, you know, retargeting. Um, it, if you don't even have the energy or the motivation or drive to ask your client to do you a solid and give you a review, you probably don't have a system in place to stay in touch with them. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? It's all tied together because the average, um, we are paying no lead generation costs right now. Last summer, when I was on talking about my Facebook group and that business that I have, we, we were still spending 1800 bucks a month on Zillow. Well, I canned them two months ago because they were, they have flex in our area. They were taking my $1,800. They guaranteed me 2.6 leads a month. What's, what's that like? For 1800 bucks? Yeah. What's that? 600 and 700 bucks a lead. I yeah. mean, I would walk a whole neighborhood for you for 1600 bucks for two hours and get you two leads. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. that makes no sense. you the value was just horrible. So I just cut them out. But the reason I was able to cut them out is because the, over 70% of our business is uh, referrals from past clients. You know, then we have client events, we do some mailings, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to do more. Uh, I'm starting to do more videos. 
By the way, there's a guy locally, Joe Tupta, who's a client of yours. That kid mm-hmm. is crushing it on YouTube, thanks to you. He, I think that he's, he's, uh, I think he puts, he attributes you to his success more to more so than I think anybody. So I just want to throw that out to you. Yeah. He's right, he's right in my market. Yep. Good. Good. You guys hear that? Like people get to know who you are when you work with us. Um, it's pretty nice. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> anyway, um, the reviews, I used to have that same book. I mean, the thing that people agents don't understand now, they go around griping about how hard this business is. They forget that, and I know you're a lot younger than me, I'm 53, um, but you know, when I started for the first 10 years of my career, we had no internet. I mean, I got Realtor.com in 1997, so that was nine years after I'd been licensed. So we would have to present offers face-to-face you know, when I was 25, and I don't say this to brag, I'm just trying to set some perspective on how easy it is now. We didn't have a Google back then. I had the exact same binder as you did. I had the Mylar folders and I would get someone to write me a letter or a card and I'd stick the card, you know, the greeting card or the letter in there. I'd go pick it up from them and say, can I stop by four o'clock on Tuesday and grab a reference letter from you? If you don't have a chance to do it, I'll wait while you do it. And I go pick it up, stick it in there, and I bring that over. That's your credit report. That is the that's the currency of your business. Is yep. what other people think about you. We didn't have there was no social proof. You you would have to just get letters uh, or greeting cards talking about how amazing you are, and you had to get a ton of them. Now you know with all of the platforms, you can get reviews. I've just found that for real estate reviews, people aren't going to Yelp because they think about food. Although you know, Yelp sure. trying to promote themselves as a, a general platform. It's still food. I, there was a time where I was on Angie's list and I had 34 reviews or something like that. And I was getting two listings a month for a while, but that kind of burned out. Google seems to be the place to go to get reviews, but you need to back up and make sure that you're providing the kind of service that is going to make them want anyone other than a family member want to give you a five-star review. You got to, you got to step all the way back and fix your business. Yep. And it doesn't take that much, you know? Um, so you just have to answer your phone, be available. Everyone says, Oh, it's, I can't answer my phone. I don't know who it is. Well, you know, for years we used to do that. The only reason you can't do that now is because if you look at the screen time on your phone and I'm just as guilty, the reason we've become inefficient is because we spend so much time watching crap online. Yep. Everyone's on their phone nowadays. Walk me through your guys' process and how you're you're getting these. And like, at what point in the transaction so that people can start making it part of their systems? Like, you, this is a checklist item, guys. So like when you're at the final walkthrough, maybe you insert it at that time or at the closing, maybe you get your testimonial at that time. But I used to always have a certain time that I would ask for the testimony or get it so that it became habit. And if you don't get into the habit, you stop asking for it. And if you don't ask for it up front, you're not going to get it later. If it's a buyer, when you give them the keys, Say, by the way, would you do me? Can I get weird with you for a second? <laughs> what? Hey, remember before I mentioned that I'm going to ask you for a view? At the initial consultation, I tell my buyers and sellers, by the way, if you ever decide to hate me, then the quickest way to ruin my life and make me lose three nights sleep is give me a bad review. That's a great way to put it. So say, I that, tell- say, that, say that one more time. At like a cons- That's just like a close too. That's a really... Um, at the be- risk at free the close. Go ahead and yeah, walk through that one more time. At the beginning of a relationship on the listing appointment, 
I talk to them about how relationships are important. And I say, if you think I'm full of crap, Google me. And you'll see that everything we do revolves around reviews and all review all reviews are the byproducts of excellent relationships so if you if i if i drop the ball i'm telling you right now the way you get me back is by giving me a bad review if you really want to ruin my day or my week give me a one star review you know just go do that and i can't do anything about it to remove it so that's what keeps me on my toes for 34 years that's why we do over a million dollars in gci with a tiny little team you know that's how we uh have a ref uh we have a uh uh, recession-proof business because we've created energy around our tiny little shitty brand in Northeast Ohio. Um, and, you know, at least 150 to 200 people a year find us. So I tell them about, I tell them at the beginning of the relationship, the way you're going to reward me is I'm going to ask you for a review at the end. So think about the service that we're providing. I'm confident that we're going to do a good job. But if at any point during the process, you feel like I'm not responsive or you know, you, I've ghosted you, whatever. It won't be on purpose. I just ask you to please tell me because I will correct it. We are completely focused on you having a good experience. And I don't want to guess what a good experience is for you. So I tell them about it at the beginning. And then at the end, I say, Hey, remember I, I said, I was going to ask you for a review. Do you mind if we jump on Google right now and you just give me a quick review? Yeah. And then if I've got a seller who's closing, then I just text, I, I call them, don't ever just text them. People wanna feel important, right? If you call them up and I say, hey, Mike, just wanna let you know the D just recorded. And you say, oh, that, that's great, Will, thanks. Dude, I really hope that you had a good experience with me. We really tried hard. I hope you feel like I proved myself to you. Oh yeah, you did awesome. Well, hey, do you, I hate to be weird, but do you mind I said, I know I'm an older guy, but reviews are important. Do you mind if I text you a link and you give me your five-star review on Google? They're like, no, go ahead. I'm like, cool. And then I go into my, my notes, um, my notes on my phone, and I just uh, copy and paste that into a text. And I'll read you, uh, I'll read you my, uh, I'll read you what it is. Hang on. This will take just one second. While you uh, pull that up, um, and then... Uh like if you guys are going to get a video testimony, then you have to do it when you're in person. Cause very same thing is like, Oh so yeah. If you get a video testimony, do it at the closing table or at the final walkthrough. That's when they're all pumped and all jazz and it takes or three seconds or you give them the keys. Yeah. Yeah. I get, I get, a, I get a 30 second, 45 second uh, video and we use that for retargeting. So here's the, I've got two texts that I saved in my notes. The first one says, would you mind? And this is after a phone call. So you have to set them up at the beginning of the relationship and let them and give them the power that they can, that they get to grade you. It really mm -hmm. makes a huge difference. Yeah, it is. Then at the end, you say, uh, you, you call them and ask them for, don't cheat and just send them a text. It, if you're just texting clients to say, hey, we just closed. If you're using that as your main form of communication, I'm here to tell you, you're wrong. It's a belly to belly business. And certain things should not be texted and emailed. You need to call them. That's what they'll remember. So then I say, would you, you know, can I text you a link to review? Yeah, of course. And it says, would you mind clicking this link to give me a good review on Google? Reviews are really important to me. It only takes a minute. Thanks again for letting me work for you. Then the link. Then if they say yes on the phone, then I, I have another one. It says, here it is. Only takes a few minutes to write something up. Thanks again. Really appreciate it. Reviews are very important in my world. Happy face. And then the link. That's it. And we've got 212. 
And then every once in a while, I have a con if you've got a team listening to this, I have contests. If I want to get to a new, uh, like to get to 200, we had like 187. And I, uh, I, on one of our team meetings, I said, all right, we got to get to 13. We got to get 13 reviews in the next week. I'm going to give 25, I'm going to Venmo 25 bucks to the, to each review you get for the next 13 till we get to 200. And I, so I made a fun little thing with it for my agents, my four agents, and they all went out and started busting it to get reviews. I like it. It seems simple, but most people won't do it. And the reason is because most people aren't running a business. You're a salesperson chasing Chuck and you got to start thinking about these things in your business because um, your brand's going to be very important going forward, especially with this shift coming up. People are going to start looking at new things. The business isn't going to be as easy as it was the last few years. And as we see the economy shift, as we see the recession coming into taking the place as of right now, May uh, 2022, um, how people are going to be a lot more... Um, what's the word, uh, cautious of who they decide to hire. They're going to look into it a little bit more, especially as the market shifts. It's not easy anymore. And when it does, people second guess you. So the more content, the more reviews you have, the better for you, um, quite frankly. I just yeah, saw a stat we, today um, from the Tom Ferry conference. Um, my friend Jesse posted it and he said 40% of the licensed agents in the United States didn't do one deal last year. Yeah, it's not. 40%. How many agents are there? There's like 1.2 million or something like that. 1.5, yeah. I don't know. What is in it? Two, in 2008, in Northeast Ohio, we had uh, at the Akron Area Board of Realtors, we had 2,500 something agents. At the end of 2009, it dropped to 1,230. So here, what happens is if you look at the average income of a real estate agent and they're getting a check every, say, uh, three weeks, and then as this market, uh, you know, it's harder to get offers accepted, you're trying five, six times just to get one commission check now, um, and you're buying leads. And then what happens is the reason these agents get out is because their checks get too far apart. And then they have to get another job. So think about that now. What can you do to secure your position in this industry? It's a recession-proof industry. This ball of energy during the worst market we ever had and my market was better in 2009 than California, trust me, mm -hmm. because we don't have the highs and lows. We lost 50% of the realtors, but we only lost 20% of the transactions. We went from about 5,000 transactions to 4,000. So we only, so what happens is I went from selling 80 homes to 39 in one year. So even though I was like doing great, we, I sold 39 homes in 2009. I went from making about, I made about 200 grand a year throughout the 2000s. And then I made 87,000 gross in 2009. I thought my world was over. We had two kids in private schools. Luckily, cost of living here is low. 2010 was the first year I ever netted over 300 grand. My accountant, I went in there when everyone was losing their jobs. He's like, do you know you netted 304,000 bucks? That's what you're paying tax on? I'm like, oh, no kidding. But it's because we, we only lost 20% of the transactions, but half the realtors. So the agents that are listening to this that are serious about their business, now is the time for you to be strengthening, uh, developing, and nurturing relationships. Yep. And make sure you get your damn reviews on every single deal you close. Yeah, because people, like you just said, when the market tightens, they're not just calling their wife's friend. You know, I found in 2009, if they were moving out of state or chasing a job or whatever, they were calling the, the well-known agents. We had the top 10 agents in our county, you know, 1,230 that year. We went from, uh, 
Well, the top 10 agents sold 14% of the real estate. So what, the good news is when these markets correct, the top agents get pushed to the top. The bottom agents stay where they are because they don't rely on, you know, they usually have a part-time job or a spouse. The middle of the agents get just whacked. So yeah, now's yeah. the time for you to be thinking about what, you know, getting reviews, staying in touch with your people, posting videos every day so that people don't forget about you. This is the time to do it, to, to shore up your business before we have this big change, yep. in my opinion. I agree. Um, I've never, um, I say it all the time, I don't spike the football on the closing. I spike my football on the third closing from the original closing, either the referral or repeat client. So you only get that through um, building off the deals you're doing today because um, today's transactions are just future stepping stones to tomorrow's. So you got to play a long game in this business. Um, appreciate it, dude. This is awesome. Uh, why don't you tell our listeners about where they can find you, um, Will? And I actually have a new tagline for you if you got a second. I was just looking at, um, because every penny counts. You're so weird. <laughs> you, what, did you bump your head? What did you do? Because every penny counts. I, that was, I don't know. I was just looking oh, at your website God. and I thought of it. <laughs> no one's ever thought of that before. We fight for every penny. Do did, did, did you do that? Do you wear penny loafers? Oh, <laughs> I just want to get some branding, some branding content here for you folks. It's P-E-N-N-E-Y. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, why don't you tell everyone where they could find you, um, website. Um, if you guys well, are in his market, um, look them up too. Penny, it's P-E-N-N-E-Y, realestate.com. Um, you can look me up on Facebook at Will Penny, P-E-N-N-E-Y. Or you can, uh, you can uh, find me on Instagram at... Penny, P-E-N-N-E-Y underscore group EXP. That's our Instagram thing. Don't be prepared to be unimpressed. I mean, I do, I do what I can. Most of my business, I, I stay in my lane. I go, I get my past clients to refer me and I get the reviews to leverage the past clients to get the arm's length people that don't know me. So that's, yep. does that make sense? Yep. So that's what, that's, that's what, that's what we do. And hopefully it'll be enough. Appreciate it, man. Thank you for coming back on and sharing this stuff. Uh, Will's made his whole career. He's done 35 years not chasing leads, but nurturing and developing and maintaining relationships. And everybody else I know successful in this business has a, is also successful in relationship development. So um, what we're saying here, guys, is like there's not a secret to the sauce. Just um, follow the system. Build more relationships and you'll start selling more houses. So appreciate you guys listening to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. If you have any questions, please feel free to visit our website, especially if you want to get on video. We help you script, edit, and distribute all of your video content so that you can get put on the map and nurture those relationships so people stop forgetting that you're in real estate. It's a very simple concept. Create a lot of content, put it in front of the right people, and then people will come to you because a percentage of them are moving each and every year. It's that simple. So uh, you guys know where to find us if you want to do that. Realestatemarketingdude.com and subscribe to our channel and leave us some reviews. See you guys on next week's episode and thanks for listening to another one. Peace. Thank you for watching another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. If you need help with video or finding out what your brand is, visit our website at www.realestatemarketingdude.com. We make branding and video content creation simple and do everything for you. So if you have any additional questions, visit the site, download the training, and then schedule time to speak with a dude and get you rolling in your local marketplace. Thanks for watching another episode of the podcast. We'll see you next time.